You are now tuned in to the sounds of Big Nate Sports Talk. It's on all the time, anytime. Snell, bring your sports game with Big Nate Sports Talk. Yes, do not adjust your screens, ladies and gentlemen. I am back. This is your host, Nathan Snell. This is episode 13, season 5 of Big Nate Sports Talk podcast. Welcome. I hope you've all been doing well. Hope you've all been staying safe. Um, hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Um, happy holidays. Um, hope you all had did something fun. Hope you had to have plenty of turkey, ham, and other great Thanksgiving food. Um, I know it's been a little bit. I think it's almost been about a week and a half. You last saw this beautiful face and this listen, and you heard this beautiful voice. Um, but a couple things I would like to say up front before you start this episode. Um, a couple things have happened since uh, you last saw me. So I did a little work at school um, outside of YouTube. Um, going well with that. Um, so I've just been focused on command that I'm actually almost done for the semester. Um, <clears throat> you know, a um, couple things I did have down the pipe. Uh, we were supposed to do a WWE mock draft um, and an NFL mock draft. Those are still going to be, excuse me, those are still going to happen. Um, that probably won't happen until I'll probably record those videos at the most tomorrow evening. Um, the last episode was fully from me was about 12 days ago. <laughs> so, um, and that was recapping Maryland football. So a lot has happened um, the last 12 days that you last saw me. Um, so we're going to get into the Washington Commanders, the Baltimore Ravens, um, Maryland football, Maryland basketball, men and women's. Um, it's just been crazy. And we're also still going to do our NFL check-in. So be patient with me as we get we catch up on those videos. But in this episode, um, we are recapping, we're previewing, previewing the Washington Commanders um, as they are now on a two-game win streak, uh, defeating the Philadelphia Eagles a couple of Monday nights ago 
and coming off a little mini of a short rest against we beat the um, Houston Texans and we're facing those Atlanta Falcons tomorrow. Um, and also to the next episode, we're recapping the Baltimore Ravens are winning against Carolina Panthers in a bye week uh, after our bye week. And they were facing the Jacksonville Jaguars tomorrow as well. Uh, so be tuned in for those episodes, episode six. Um, and also to appreciate the new subscribers, uh, appreciate the support I've been getting on the channel. Um, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, continue to like, comment, subscribe to all content on Big Nate Sports Talk Podcast. Um, I see I, put a, I posted a couple of videos already. Um, head coach um, Mike Tebow of the Washington Mystics stepped down after 20 um after 20 years of a Hall of Fame career as head coach, he we moved into the front office, had his introductory um, – he had it, his son Eric had the, his introductory press conference. Um, his son hired Stephanie White as a new head coach. That's already posted. Um, so with that being said, let's get into it. The Washington Commanders. Um, as you see the title of this video, um, I was wrong about the Commanders. Um, I said in that preview – against the Eagles. It was titled Monday Meeting. I said, I pray that it was not a Monday Night Massacre. And uh, it turned out to be egg on my face. I was wrong. Um, they went to financial field and embarrassed the Eagles. And um, I, had to, I swallowed my pride and I, I, I was wrong. I admitted that. Um, then you're facing a Houston Texans team that's honestly and truthfully not playing for much. Um, they're going to get the number one overall pick uh, more than likely. Um, they're really only bright spots this year is a Derek Stingley Jr. who's not playing tomorrow. So um, that should be an interesting game against the Miami Dolphins. And then there's Damian Pierce, who I think is should get consideration for rookie, offensive rookie of the year. Um so in those two games, there's some things I saw. Um, my, my biggest thing for the Washington Commanders this year, and it's also been with the Ravens, is consistency. And uh, we're facing Atlanta Falcons team um, that does not have Kyle Pitts. Uh, he's off for the season. Get well soon. Um, they also have some guys on the defensive side of the ball. Um, they actually just released uh, Brian Edwards. Um, they signed a couple guys to the 53-man, uh, what Frank Darby to the 53-man roster, and a couple guys to their practice squad. Um, I'll be surprised, um, but we're going to get into that. We we're going to talk about the Houston Texans uh, win. Uh, we defeated the Houston Texans 23 to 10. Um, fifth win in six games, six and five over 500. Um, that's the first time we've been over 500 since Robert Rivera has been head coach for the Washington Commanders. Um, and, and that says a lot. That says about the, the poise leadership. Um, and uh, unfortunately, um, the San Francisco 49ers uh, demolished the Arizona Cardinals on uh, Monday night. So um, we 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 kind of saw that coming. The Arizona Cardinals are not a serious fran- are not a serious franchise. Um, that my takeaways from that Texan that win against the Texans, our defense looks looking really good. Um, we limited Damian Pierce. That was one of the keys um, to week to bit to beating the Texans. I mean, 
again, he's leading all rookie running backs up until when Brees Hall. Hope he's doing. He hope he's doing well, getting well soon for his injury. He's leading all the rookie rushing running backs, um, eight to, to eight to yards on ten carries. Um, limited him in that in that way. Uh, Davis Mills, who is benched for Kyle Allen, he finished nineteen to thirty three for one hundred sixty nine yards and two and two picks. Um, and he was also sacked five times. Uh, Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, they had two sacks apiece. Um, <laughs> I, I I just I didn't really see much from Houston. I mean, once you take Damian Pierce away, the Houston Texans offensively are are, are honestly and truthfully nothing. Um, I thought another thing also too was key was the running game for Washington. Um, even though we ran the ball a, a high 49 times, um, I, I thought against Philadelphia, I would have thought I'd saw that against Houston, um, but it only managed in the first, like only 12 yards for six possessions. So we're, and it didn't come together until late in the first quarter. Brian Robinson finished the game, I believe it was with 15 carries or 57 yards. Um, Antonio Gibson led led the way with 18 carries for 72 yards. Um, we finished on the ground with 153 yards on 40 carries. Um, same about the same what the Houston Texans did. Uh, also credit that to Curtis Samuel and Johan Dobson and Terry McLaurin as well. Um, I thought also too the key was they're very aggressive attacking the edge edge rushers for for Houston. Uh, that stood out to me as well in that game. And then um, painfully. Um, I know I had been hard on him, um, but I respect him. Let me let, let, let me let me start by saying that I think Taylor Heineke is a good quarterback. Um, he brings moxie. He brings energy. Uh, I think for me, I didn't was not quick to hop on the wagon like every, like from last year, and even when he was starting in the midst when Carson was got was hurt. Um, but I see a different. Uh, spark of energy when he's out there and um, shot the Sean Spencer and Will Kramer. I said on their show that he should be starting um, for the rest of the season, honestly. Um, I didn't say that part, but I'm saying that he should be the starter. He should be going forward. Um, Cause I just don't know what to expect when Carson goes back in there. I don't know what that's going to do the chemistry and you don't want to take away from something that's already working. Um, my 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 biggest fear is you traded for Carson just for him to be sitting on your bench now, and now you got to wonder what's going to happen in the off season after this year. But we're not there yet. Um, I mean, I like I said, I think he's a starter going forward. Um, Logan Thomas, he's looking like the second coming. He's coming back strong. Uh, Five catches for 65 yards. Um, I mean, Taylor Heineke finished the game 527 for 191 yards. Um, I mean, he's now four and one as a starter. And I, those are things that I saw as Houston Texans. Now, um, you're going against an Atlanta Falcons team that, uh, for the most part, I still think can make things interesting in the NFC South. Uh, my, Coming off your best win, honestly, um, against the Eagles, 
and then just embarrassing the Texans. Um, you're coming into a team, you're coming against Atlanta Falcons team that doesn't have, like I said, Kyle Pitts. So it's going to be interesting to see how that offense look. Um, Marcus Mariota, we know is behind center, uh, signed a two-year deal with the Falcons. Um, he's not – he's doing just enough but could be better. Um, I looked at this stat. He's averaging about 170 yards, about a touchdown. He's thrown six – at least an interception per game. Uh, he also has four touchdowns on the ground. He's fumbled the ball eight times. And um, one thing that I've seen is that Atlanta is not going to beat you through the air because their receiving core um, outside of Drake London and Kyle Pitts, who really, really, um, from my standards of what a tight end should be, uh, has not been consistent. And you're looking at um, it's going to be the run, slowing down their running game. You got um, the the cheat code in, in Cordero Patterson, um, Ty, uh, Tyler um, Algier. Uh, you want to slow those 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 guys down. Uh, the last six games we've done well because um, we're facing a, a game where Marcus Mariota and and at least 330 yards combined the last 11 games, um, and. Four, I think it's Patterson, Mariota, Algier, and um, I can't remember who the fourth one is, but they've all rushed for at least 11 touchdowns on the ground. We got to fix that, um, contain that, excuse me, because we're what, sixth and allowing fewest yards per game. Um, we're also allowing the eighth lowest yards per carry. Um, so you, you take that running game like did the Damien, where you limit Damian Pierce to eight yards, um, you got to take something away if you limit your the run game that's key um, for Washington um, another thing that was actually key in the win against Philadelphia and also did a set uh, made this comment on their show watch the football weekly uh, Joey Sly deserved a game ball um, in that win against Philadelphia Eagles because there were some red zone opportunities that um, we can't afford this um, but I like to see us be more aggressive. I think I like to see us try to at least be more smarter with the decision making. I want to see us get touchdowns, not field goals. No, just let me field goals are good. But we're in the red zone. Let's take advantage of those. Let's not let's take advantage of opportunities. Um, because we're they're averaging about 20, Atlanta's about 23 and a half points over so far 11 games of the season. We're averaging about 22 give or so. Um, so it's going to be curious to see how Scott Turner takes advantage of an Atlanta Falcons defense that has allowed 25 red zone touchdowns. So we're going to be aggressive early, whether that's with the run or the pass. Um, and how you fix that is you're not wasting time um, when you're down to the two-minute warning, um, or especially you know, like if it's a third in inches, <laughs> you know, we, we, we've got to beat teams early and not dig ourselves in a hole and we're having a hard time coming out of. Uh, that's what I'm looking for in this game against Atlanta. Um, 
Oh, two. We're going to be against it. This is a Dean Pease defense. You know, he comes, we, he, Baltimore, he's very um, blitz heavy. Um, you know, same thing. <laughs> they, uh, Dan, um, Wink Martindale in, with the Giants. And also, too, he learned that from Rex Ryan. Um, he Same thing when he was he left for Tennessee, carried that aggressive defense. And now I'm seeing it's a don't, it's a bend but don't break defense in Atlanta. So I've noticed he likes to, well, I looked at the tape. There's a lot of cover three drop quarters, Tampa two. I've seen a little bit of man coverage, um, especially um, that's what made it interesting. When I, I can see a lot of cover three, maybe cover four, because he's ran in Baltimore. So um, I noticed on th- and third down, this is going to be key. I think winning the battle on third downs is going to be the factor also to win this game. Because on third downs, watching him in Baltimore, his, his philosophy changes. He goes for more of a man defense, and he finds ways to double. So he may you may see Terry McLaurin get doubled or Curtis Salmon get doubled. So you're going to have to figure – so Scott Turner's going to have to figure out – and Taylor Heineke, he's going to have to read those defenses quick, fast, and hurry, which he can do it. Um, the key is simple. Be patient and be efficient with the ball. We all know Washington's going to run the ball, um, but that's the only way to really be aggressive and successful against those against a Dan Pease defense like that. Um, and I think that's the key to me of trying to be an Atlanta Falcons team. I think this is going to be a good game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Um, but I'm saying the Washington Commanders, I'm going to say they're going to beat the Atlanta Falcons. I'm going to say it's going to be – 27-17. Uh, I think it's going to be a good game. Um, there's a lot of momentum for the Washington Commanders as we are ever so closely um, getting ready for playoffs. Because uh, I still think the Washington Commanders will win nine. I'll say I'm pushing it now to about nine, ten games. Because um, you're facing the Giants. You get, after that, we got the Giants twice. And we got the Niners, and, and and then you got Cleveland, and then you got Dallas. So right there, still pushing nine or ten wins easily. But I think this right here, um, we're going to we're going to be on a three game win streak. Um, I think the Falcons um, will do okay. I think if you're Atlanta, um, just defensively, your defense is going to be key. It's going to start with the defense, um, and Knowing Mariota, Patterson, Al Greer, they're going to run the ball like crazy. Um, without Kyle Pitts, it's going to be an interesting dynamic for that offense. So it should be a good game. Uh, you guys let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Uh, how do you think this game's going to turn out? Um, but uh, as we <clears throat> are moving into our last topic, let's go into it. Final message incoming message thoughts are running through my mind someone took some time to find a minute or two to organize um quick point of order painfully uh chase young uh, will not uh, likely make his season debut 
uh, for the 2022 season. Um, but uh, for the most part, we've held the fort down without him. Uh, when he comes back, uh, he's just a um, a cog in the engine that just takes it further. Um, final message. Uh, I'm going to just reiterate a couple things. Um, I should have said this at the beginning, but I'm glad I'm going to say this for the end. Um, I wanted to send my thoughts and prayers um, to those that were affected um, by the shootings in Colorado, uh, Chesapeake, Virginia, um, and then also to what happened at Virginia Tech. Um, I want to send my thoughts and prayers to those. Um, it, it does get very frustrating to keep saying thoughts and prayers over and over and over again. Um, I thought, um, in my opinion, after what happened um, in Uvalde, Texas, I thought things would have changed. Um, I thought we would have seen stricter laws on guns. Um, I don't really like to talk about politics on here. I try to keep it fair. I try to keep um, my personal bias out of it. Um, but it's getting really frustrating to see um, all this senseless killing and we have people that are in position of power and they're not doing anything to fix it. Um, you can't go to a club, you can't go to work, you can't go to school, you can't do anything without having a 360 view. And it's really sad um, that we're that that we're that we're living in a society where this 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 shit this is not the norm. We have to start holding people accountable and start systematically changing things for the better for our society as a global community. Because um, I don't know about you, but I was really not in a Thanksgiving mood because um, that was on my mind. It was it's been on my mind for a couple well for a while and. Um, I tried to get on here and try to, you know, keep up with the videos. But again, with this work in school, um, that's still fresh in my mind. I wanted to get that off my chest, um, even though this is a season of giving and also too, we're taking this time to reflect. Um, just, I, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Let's make this, let's make tomorrow um, a better day. Let's be better for tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. Um, because all this, we were all put on this earth to do some good. And I believe that, um, peace and love and humanity will come out victorious. Um, but it's, it's just sad to see that on your TV again. And it's just like, damn, another one, like, when does it stop? And um, again, I just want to send my thoughts and prayers uh, to those families. And um, like I said, just continue just to pray and uh, ask the Lord for forgiveness and just, just be a better person and just try to um, do things to make others feel good around you. Check on loved ones, check on friends, neighbors. Um, and let's just start spreading love and, and kindness to one another. And I think when we start doing that, we will see 
good things happen. And uh, that's my final message. Uh, but until then, ladies and gentlemen, I am back. Uh, <laughs> it's been a hot minute. Um, I was supposed to be on uh, Let's Talk Football Sunday, um, but unfortunately, I'll talk about that um, in a uh, in another video, um, which would be the Baltimore Ravens versus the Carolina Panthers. So thank you for tuning in. Um, please like, comment, subscribe. Thank you for the support you're giving me on this channel. Uh, you let me know your thoughts about the Washington Commanders. Please like, comment, and subscribe. I will catch you guys on the flip side. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Have a good weekend. Peace out, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to Big Nate Sports Talk. If you enjoyed that episode and you want to see more content, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Bring your sports game on Big Nate Sports Talk. It's on all the time, anytime. Thank you. And you helped me retain my sanity. Thank you. I want to thank you. All I want to do is say thank you for everything you do. Thank you.